It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Shandell. Each week I ask my best friend if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Thomas Powell, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm doing just fine. Uh, you know, uh, we're, we're done with Survivor Panama. Please say it correctly. Panama. Uh, the, the whole title. Uh, what? The whole title. Survivor Panama. There we go. Thank you. Uh, anyway, um, and uh, so now we're we're just waiting for Survivor Forty Four to get going. Uh, yeah. So just it's a few you know it's away. always it's always interesting when we have the little transitional episodes. But uh, so yeah. I, I'm not sure where are we going to start this week. I feel like we got a lot to cover. We should probably get moving. We have a lot to cover, and we have to get moving. Uh, we may be done with Survivor Panama, but that does not mean we are done with Exile Island. Thomas, did you want to simulate an Exile Island season of Survivor today? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay, so here's what we're doing this week. Exile Island. Remember, Romeo from Romeo and Juliet once went into exile also banished from Verona. So we're doing a segment called Simulated Survivor. The season we're doing is called Survivor Exile in Verona. Um, what do you think of that season <laughs> it's title? A pretty, it's a pretty good, that's a pretty good title. I like that. Um, so the first tribe is, obviously we're doing Exile Island to honor Sari and all of her original cast mates. Uh, on the Young Capulets tribe, we have five people. We had such success with Nikki and Paolo in our Lost season. Uh, we have cast Gregory and Samson on the Young Capulets tribe. Uh, they're the, the I bite my thumb at you, sir, guys in the beginning of the play. Classic bit. Um, One of the funniest things that has ever been uh, put to paper. It was really like the uh, who's on first of the day. Yeah, um, which is also the, it's just the second funniest thing that's ever been put to paper. <laughs> third funniest is obviously this program. The uh, uh, third funniest is all of the sketches they did on uh, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. <laughs> and then we're fourth. The fifth is the uh, the fart robot from Thirty Rock. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic bit there. The Gregory and Samson are a team, uh, just like Nikki and Paolo were. So if one of them gets the vote, they both get the votes. You know, uh, Dave Paris is a cousin of Juliet. Juliet Capulet, fun rhyme crime name there, and. Of course, John Leguizamo's Tybalt. And when did you last see the Boslerman Romeo and Juliet? Um, I want to say I watched it in class. Uh, so in I think school? it was like freshman year in high school. Yeah, I was gonna. I was thinking the same thing. Um, wild movie, absolutely. Wild. It starts off wild. It's a pretty fucking crazy movie. Uh, over on the Young Montagues tribe, uh, we have Balthazar, Benvolio, Mercutio, who you'll recall in the Buzz Lerman picture was played by. Do you remember who? Uh, was it played by Harold? Uh, was he played by Harold Perrineau of Lost he Fame? Was. He was indeed. So I believe this is his second chance. Uh, and of course, his best friend, 
Romeo Montague. He's the namesake of the, the program. Exile in Verona, because he gets exiled, remember? Sure, yeah. Uh, like um, that movie, The Namesake. Yeah. It's not about that at thing. all, but it is called The Namesake. Yeah, they're also the same words. Uh, is Cal Penn course, on this season? Because Cal Penn Cal was in that Penn. movie. Cal Penn is on this season as well as a last-minute replacement. Uh, we've got on the old Capulet's tribe, Lord and Lady Capulet, Fulgencio and Gloria are their names in the Boz Lerman picture. The nurse, who I don't think has a name in either the play or Her the movie. Her name is Hello Nurse. <laughs> and um, I couldn't technically find any other old Capulets, uh, so I cast... Uh, the Greek chorus, who was portrayed by Edwina Moore in the Bosler new picture. She was the newscaster, remember? Remember that? Uh, yes, they vaguely. The, they do the the whole, like, whatever the, what are the opening lines of this fucking play, Thomas? Smart guy. Uh, what is it? Uh, two houses, both alike in dignity, in Fair yeah. Verona, where we set our scene uh, from ancient... Uh, families, rivals, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, I remember uh, some of it. Honestly, for how long it's been, it's surprising how much of that I remember. Yeah, they uh, indoctrinated us into like from ancient um, strife turn to I don't know. You uh, get the idea. Yeah, you, you've all read Romeo and Juliet, uh, and then finally on the old Montagues tribe, uh, we have Caroline Montague, Lady Montague, Ted Montague, Lord Montague. Friar Lawrence, Pete Postlethwaite in the movie. Uh, oh, Pete Mar- Postlethwaite. Who, Love who it when tries- Pete Postlethwaite shows up in things. He is, of course, the one who tried to marry Dave Paris and Juliet. And, um, you know, we uh, had to get him on the cast. It is the apothecary who sold the poison to Romeo to heal himself with. So that's pretty fun. Um, and we're going to play the game now. Are you ready? Who are you rooting uh, yeah, for? Yeah, it's time to play the game. Who are you rooting for? Uh, I'm rooting for uh, the commercials. I'm rooting for a good game. <laughs> I'm rooting for everybody to have a good time. Okay, so the young Montagues win Flint in a game called Skull Crush. The old Montagues win Flint, and the young Capulets win Flint as well. The old Capulets must nominate one of their own members to go to Exile Island, and would you believe it is the king himself, Lord Capulet? I don't oh, know if man. Lord Capulet's a king, but you know what I mean. The big, the patriarch of the Capulets. Uh, there's currently no secret advantages on anything except for Exile Island, which Lord Capulet does not find. Let's see. We have an immunity challenge. 4x4 four four is what it's called. The young Montagues win, the old Montagues win, and the young Capulets win. So, the uh, young Capulets tribe, Paris and Juliet, bond strongly, having a lasting impact. Wow, just like in the I, play. I love when things have a lasting impact. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the, the, the stuff like that is like... Uh, in Leonard Maltin's reviews where there's just certain terminology that is always repeated. It's like, yeah, the, it's the, this game's version of something being delightful. The, the young Montagues see Mercutio impressing the rest of the team. He and Romeo have a minor disagreement. What is this? The fucking play Romeo and Juliet. This also has a lasting impact. 
Meanwhile, Menvolio is resting at camp to restore his energy. I love this guy always. I love the guy who stays at camp to rest for the challenges. Yeah, that's a cool that's a cool guy to be. Yeah. Uh, so let's see who the final targets are. It's Lord and Lady Capulet. Both are the final two targets on that tribe. Uh, the Apothecary and Lord Montague bond strongly, as does Lord Montague and Friar Lawrence. Okay, great. And it's a tie between Lord and Lady Capulet. Uh, but then everybody changes their vote to Lady Capulet. The tribe has spoken. Damn. So, Lady Capulet, first one out. Now it's time for the twist. Any ideas what this twist might be? Uh, I just, I, there's just no way to know, you know? <laughs> well, let's see what it says. The young Capulets and old Montagues are no more. All what? of the castaways are asked to stand on different colored discs. What? Young Capulets and young Montagues stand together. Old Capulets and old Montagues stand together. One captain is randomly selected for each group. Tybalt and Edwina are the captains. Edwina is the captain for the new Lamina tribe, live in Lamina Loca. Tybalt is the new Kasaya captain. I'm not going to go through everybody right now because that would take too long but I will say Romeo is sent to Exile Island. He will join the losing tribe at the next tribal council. Okay. Let's see. Lamina is Apothecary Balthazar, Lady Montague, Dave Paris, Edwina Moore, Friar Lawrence, and Juliet Capulet. Juliet and Dave Paris on the same tribe again with Romeo's mom. Talk about Drama, Benvolio, Laid, Lord Capulet, Gregory and Samson, Mercutio, Ted Montague, the nurse, and Tybalt are on the Kasaya tribe. Hmm. I feel like that tribe is going to be a lot more fun, just like in the real Exile Island. Exactly. It's funny, you know? It's like poetry. It rhymes. Yeah. It's just that, speaking of Shakespeare. Yeah, speaking of Shakespeare. This is the, like a damn sonnet. Lamina tribe wins reward, which is fishing gear and a raft with paddles. And would you have believed it that Romeo, the one who is exiled because of his bad time fighting, went to Exile Island and found himself the hidden immunity idol? Thomas, remind me, what's the special about the human immunity idol this time around? What, what about the Hidden Immunity Idol? It can be read after the votes. What? This is crazy. <laughs> These twists. You know, you asked me if I, if I knew what the twist would be. Well, they wouldn't be a twist if I knew what, that they were coming. So, obviously. That's such a good point. The Lamina tribe wins immunity. That's fair. They seem like the more level-headed tribe. Uh, Belfazar is impressing the rest of the team. Um, and there's a big alliance that forms. Great. Let's look at these group targets. It's Lord Montague or Benvolio. Who would you rather see go between these two? Um, definitely Lord Montague. I've got great. Get news these for old men Thomas. out of here. I've had enough of this. Lord Montague is gone. Romeo is going to take over for his own dad. Is that isn't fucking Shakespearean? You know? Yeah, this is very Shakespearean. You're hearing it more and more how Shakespearean Shakespeare is. 
I'll keep checking Can you the imagine if they did like, a Shakespeare-themed Survivor season, how fucking annoying Jeff would be? It's honestly a good idea. This is just, this is for Jeff Probst to listen to, smart enough Probst, uh, for him to realize Romeo and Juliet's a really good idea for a season. You did it Jeff with David like, versus I'm, Goliath. I wasn't a big reader in high school, but I've read a lot of cliff notes, and I have some <laughs> ideas about what to do this season. As a person with anxiety, I've read a lot of plays. <laughs> Doesn't it really speak to the universi- like universality of these <laughs> plays that they're still so relevant today with all of our current so issues? Great. It was so funny watching. I remember watching the Boslerman one in high school and everybody being like, it's so cool that they use the original dialogue. No, it's not. I don't know no, what anyone it is saying work. ever. It really doesn't work. It's a clever like, idea. But that it, movie is, yeah, that movie is like, there is like a 10 minute short you could have made of that. And it would have been like, that's fun that they did it. But as a full movie, it does not work. The first five minutes feels like a preview for the movie you're already watching. Yeah, it's like an SNL sketch. Yeah, it's good, is what you're trying to say. Yes. I have great news. The Shakespearean Kasaya tribe wins reward, which is a tarp, lantern, fuel, blankets, pillows, water cans, and rope. And it's a game called Crossfire. Speaking of Fox News. um, It's actually a reference to um, that game where you had the little guns that you shoot at each other. You've, you've seen that game before, right? Crossfire? I've shot guns at people, yeah. No, it's like a little like board and each side it's like hungry hungry hippos or like air hockey where there's like two sides and you have a no. little gun. I don't think I know this game. Look up Crossfire Board Game. Crossfire Board Game, what are we talking about? The Fox News program and you get to play as John Stewart. You can get a copy of this for $102 on Amazon or $55 used on eBay. Oh, okay, I vaguely remember this. Yeah. This is a game I never had, but I definitely saw at other people's houses. Hmm. Maybe you could win that in a game of Survivor in the future. What about Survivor where every reward is a discontinued toy you get to play with for a night? That'd be pretty cool. Crossfire, I remember being very appealing to me because you do get to shoot a gun. And when you're like a seven-year-old boy, that's all you want to do. Bring back Kid Nation. This is the perfect reason to bring back Kid Nation. They should have airsoft guns on Kid Nation. (laughs) Honestly, why not? You know? So Edwina is sent to Exile Island. There are no secret advantages anywhere. This game is called Battle Dig, and it's for immunity, and the Kasaya tribe wins. This is fun. This is going back and forth. Let's see. On the Lamina tribe, does anything happen? Lady Montague and Friar Lawrence find something in common. Wow. Now that Lord Montague's gone... Lady Montague's talking to all these other fellas on the tribe. <laughs> That'd be so fun. You know, the like old cliche of like, is there a Mrs. So-and-so or is there a Mr. So-and-so? It's like, is there a Lady Capulet? Is there a Lord Montague? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Edwina leaves her alliance. Um, the uh, Paris works hard at camp and becomes tired. Paul Rudd should not be working hard. If that ain't me, I don't know what is. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Why are you making Paul Rudd work? Yeah. Did you even see that Netflix show he did? It's all about not working hard. This is beautiful Paul Rudd. He probably wasn't even friends with um, uh, Rob Thomas. Not the Matchbox 21, the uh, Party Down one. The co-producer of Party Down along with Paul Rudd. When is Party Down coming back? 
Because I saw uh, it on Hulu, but it it's came back the on the twenty fourth. <laughs> it has already come back. Well, why isn't it on Hulu yet then? Um, is does Hulu play stuff that's on Stars? Well, it played the first two seasons of Party Down. Uh, that might be. You might have to have like a Stars subscription in order to watch the current ones. Mm-hmm. In the same way that like. I'm watching Twin Peaks on Paramount Plus right now, but if I wanted to watch Twin Peaks The Return, I would have to have a Showtime subscription. Sure. Uh, what do you think about this? Edwina is, par- is targeting Paris, or if it, if you want to shorten it, it's called targeting. Targeting. Edwina is targeting. I hate Montague. when I'm being targeted. <laughs> Lady Montague and when people is are allergic at me. <laughs> Uh, so let's see who becomes the final targets: Edwina Moore, Dave Paris, and Carolyn Montague. Let's see who gets voted out. Oh God damn it! We have to check in with the Kasaya tribe. Romeo has the idol. Benvolio and Mercutio have a small fight. Benvolio and Romeo have a minor disagreement, and it has a lasting impact. What a surprise! Uh, they vote uh, Edwina, Lady Montague, Edwina, Paris, Edwina, Edwina. Edwina, the tribe has spoken. Sorry, folks, Edwina's gone. I know everybody was rooting for the Greek chorus, but it's actually everyone's, British Everyone's chorus. favorite character, Edwina, gone. Gone too soon. Yeah. Uh, I'm just scrolling through. Okay, Romeo still has the idol. Uh, reward challenge called Puzzle Paranoia, which Kazaya wins. Kazaya, excuse me. Um, they win towels, soap, sink, toilet seat, shower, fresh water. Is this the one that Bruce and Bobby got in trouble for sleeping in? Uh, yeah, it might be. This was uh, them sending Balthazar to Exile Island as well. But nothing's going to happen there because Romeo's already got that idol. And Kasaya wins immunity, so they don't have to worry about that. Over on Lamina, Balthazar and Juliet have a minor disagreement having a lasting impact i don't understand how something can be a minor disagreement that has a lasting impact like oh you took my shoes yeah i i couldn't find my own okay well i got i brought them back now so no big deal meanwhile lady montague and juliet capulet have a major fight what is this shakespeare yeah come on this isn't rocket science this isn't uh damn shakespeare or is this it isn't rocket science? This is Shakespeare. Dave Paris and there's Caroline. no crying in Shakespeare. There's no there's no crying in Shakespeare. <laughs> they have uh, targeted Dave Paris and Carolyn Montague. Uh, so big uh, big stakes at this tribal council. But first, we must check in with Kasaya for some reason. Even though they're not going to Tribal Council, Romeo still has the idol, and Rikishi has a major meltdown. I guess we needed to see that. What do you think he's mad about? Um, I don't know. Probably a number of family members dying. I think. Sure. That is the thing. I'm assuming if you get voted off, you get killed in yeah. uh, in in Shakespeare. If you die in Shakespeare, you die in real life. And if you make it to the uh, final Tribal Council, you all get married. So it's actually a comedy, not a tragedy. <laughs> That's why we did uh, Exile Island, because it ends in a final two. And you know a trifecta can't get married. This is America nope. 2022. Yeah, America there, 2023. there's no third in these marriages. What year is it? 2023? Yes. 
Okay. I just said it's 2022, not 2023, and that sounded wrong. <laughs> yeah, look, I, we've all done that, okay? Um, we. <laughs> what am I, writing a check over here? Um, well, watching the movie last night, Ariel kept referring to the play as the as real life. <laughs> it's just funny, you know, the, the play Romeo and Juliet. Do you know the play Romeo and Juliet? We should have talked no, about this beforehand. No, I haven't beforehand. heard of that. <laughs> Oh my god, you've got to watch this movie with Boz Lerman. What? <laughs> Boz more, Lerman plays the titular Romeo. More like Bros Lerman. Because he's such a fucking bro, you know? Okay, anyway, Paris gets a vote, Lady Montague gets a vote, Paris, Lady Montague, Paris, Lady Montague. It's a 3 3 tie. Nobody plays the idol, obviously. And then it's Lady Montague. Get these old folks out of here. The apothecary changed his vote from Dave Paris to Lady Montague. And that's the only person who changed. So, we are down to the final five of the Lamina tribe and the final seven of the Kasaya tribe. Holding strong. Kasaya. Isn't this what happened in the real play, too? In the real yeah, play basically. Exile. You could say um, that about anything that happened here, and I'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever, I'm ready, I'm ready for the 44. Long time. <laughs> uh, Kasaya wins rice, beans, fish, spices, wine, and cooking oil. They send Balthazar back to Exile Island. Uh, Lamina will get to take either a sack of beans or a sack of rice back to camp. They take beans. Oh, this was a game called For Cod's Sake. Do you get it? See, Shakespeare, on Shakespeare, we'd love to for do God's, puns. For God's sake, it's actually a reference to Call of Duty. That's what COD <laughs> stands for. Yeah, the winners of this reward get to play Call of Duty for a night. Um, let's see, who is getting targeted on Lamina? It is Balthazar and Friar Lawrence. For what? He's done nothing. Um, Lord Capulet and Romeo Bond slightly. You know, this is what it's all about. You gotta get in with your loved one's dad. I swear to God, if they vote Pete Postlethwaite out, I'm going to be so pissed. Um, I'm going to be well, pissed, pissed. You heard of Pete Postlethwaite? Well, I'm pissed, Pistlethwaite. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You can simply be pissed, Pistlethwaite. Balthazar I'm going to be real pissed, pissed Offerson if they, if they do that. They did Balthazar. Apothecary. Uh, Friar Lawrence and Juliet all voted for Balthazar. Uh, Balthazar and Paris voted for Friar Lawrence. Oh, guess what? You failed. How have we not merged yet? Oh my god. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. It's like, Jesus, get to the merge already. Uh, okay, this is called Incognito. Uh, Lamina wins reward. Nope, immunity. They also get to bring toys to the children. This is where, of course, Shane got his Yeah, cigarette. who's going to smoke the cigarette here? That's the question. Who's trading uh, their shoes or whatever? They send Lord Capulet to Exile Island. He will be immune at the next tribal council, which means we are close to the merge. Okay, anything happened on Lamina, the Apothecary, and Friar Lawrence bond. Although he, Friar Lawrence leaves the Alliance. Okay, group targets on whatever, Kasaya, Gregory and Samson, well, Romeo and Tybalt. Well, we know Romeo will be okay. Yeah, 
Romeo's it's going to be Romeo and Juliet in the final two. And then they're going to, uh, I assume live happily ever after. Yeah. Just like in the play, Gregory and Samson, the tribe has spoken. It was, uh, two to four for Gregory and Samson. Sorry. I know they were the skull and bones of this program, but unfortunately it's over now. So this is the tribe Verona. Heard of it? Yeah, it rings a bell. I, that, that's where they're that's where they're setting uh, our scene. Yes, exactly. In the fair Verona, it is the merged tribe name. The people on this tribe are the apothecary Benvolio, Dave, Paris, Friar Lawrence, Lord Capulet, Juliet Capulet, Mercutio, Romeo Montague, the nurse, and Tybalt. Pretty good merge tribe, I think. Yeah, definitely. I'm rooting for Dave Paris. I'm rooting for Romeo and Juliet. And you don't want to see Paul Rudd win? Sounds like a hater to me. To be honest, I feel like Paul Rudd has kind of already won a place yeah, in that's my true. heart. What, what more does Happy he have Valentine's to gain Day. from this? Uh, Romeo still has the idol. Uh, some alliances are being formed. The old men love to be old men together. Tybalt wins the first immunity challenge, which is called Vampire Bats. Do you remember that challenge? Not not really. Mercutio and the nurse are the final two targets this round. Uh, fucked up. I think they're the only two people of color left on this season. Oh, no, sorry. Uh... What is this, any season of Survivor? <laughs> any season of Survivor before 41? Uh, Romeo has his idol. Tybalt has the immunity necklace. Okay, I forgot about Tybalt. Uh, two of the final three people of color are getting votes, and it... I'm sorry to say, Terrell Perrineau, he didn't do it yet again. Mercutio we hardly, has been voted We out. hardly knew ye. Six to four over the nurse. Um, the apothecary, do you remember the apothecary in the movie had like a, he opened the door with a shotgun uh, into the camera, pointed at Romeo? Yes, I do remember that. That's the photo I'm using for his, you know, icon for this, for this text-based game. Uh, but the way it's laid out, it always looks like he's pointing the gun at whoever he voted for, and that's that's fun. I like that. That's pretty good. Uh, let's proceed to episode eight. Does the shotgun uh, say long sword on it? Because I remember that being yeah, the thing in the movie. That's the big bit in that movie. It's fun. Uh, the apothecary Benvolio and Dave Paris are a group in a game called Rock the Boat. Friar Lawrence, Romeo Montague, and Tybalt. Are another group, Lord and Juliet Capulet and the Nurse. That's a strong group right there. Uh, and the group of Friar Lawrence, Romeo, and Tybalt win. They send the Apothecary and Lord Capulet to Exile Island. That's nice for them. They're friends, yeah. I think. That's good. You get to hang out with your friend. You know what would be fun is if for the reward they had the... You get to watch the first 15 minutes of an episode of... <laughs> Uh, Survivor with Jeff and Dave Paris wins it and then he shows the um, Mac and me video instead Yeah and Jeff is like Oh what come on now That would be funny Uh, Romeo wins immunity Is this not a familiar story Shakespearean You might say The person winning immunity already has the hidden Immunity idol sound familiar Yeah that's uh, dramatic irony I think Uh, The Juliet nurse The nurse and Juliet 
find something in common. Juliet and Tibble bond. Excuse slightly. you, hello nurse. Use the nurse's full name. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Hello nurse and Juliet find something in common. It's not enough though because the nurse and Tybalt are the final two targets. And it's Tybalt who goes. Seven to two. Getting down to so it. So we are not saying goodbye nurse to hello nurse just yet. Not quite yet. We can still say hello to the nurse. Um, I keep clicking on alliances like it's going to matter. It's <laughs> yeah, this shit do not matter one bit. <laughs> this reward challenge is called Get Hooked. The group of Benvolio, Dave Harris, Friar Lawrence, and Romeo Montague win. It's a boys season, honestly. Boys yeah. are w- winning this season. I'm saying hanging right with here. the boys. Boys rock. Uh, they send hello, hello nurse says Exile Island. Say hello to Exile Island, nurse. Yeah, exactly. Benvolio wins immunity. Uh, let's see, let's see. Anything happen interesting on the beach? Uh, no. The final targets are Romeo and Hello Nurse. I feel like it's Hello Nurse's time to go. She's been in the final two every week. Um, okay. Nurse, Romeo, nurse, Romeo, nurse, 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 nurse. Damn. Six to two. Um, I mean, I guess she was going either way, because Romeo had that idol. Let's see, uh, there is now one woman left. And zero people of color. Great job, Survivor, you really did it again. Great job, Shakespeare. You you did it too. Yeah. Okay. Billy Shakespeare is (laughs) cancelled. This challenge is a reward challenge, it's called Voodoo. Um, this is the most commonly asked question game that Sari won. Uh, Juliet won this one. What a surprise. Juliet shares the reward with her daddy and her daddy, Dave Paris. I'm sorry, I said that. Paul Rudd. Her ruddy. Her daddy, Dave Paris. Her father and her fiance, Dave Paris and Lord Capulet. It's wonderful. They win a helicopter ride to a spa where they get to shower, mud massage, and wash their clothes. In mud? Along with a large feast to spend the night there. Uh, And they send Benvolio to Exile Island. The man loves Exile Island. Romeo wins immunity. It doesn't say what the immunity challenge is, so good for him. I personally love this website. Yeah, it's so good. The level of detail is incredible. How do you feel about Juliet so far? Um, I think that she's never going to die. Well, she has a major meltdown. How do you feel about Benvolio? He loves Exile Island. He is completely worn up, but not worn out, but not giving up. Uh, so it's Lord Capulet and Benvolio as the final two targets, and the person voted out is Benvolio unanimously. Wow. No, how's he going to be on Exile Island now? <laughs> he, he told too many people he was feeling wiped out, so they didn't feel guilty about voting him out. All right, we're down to the final six. Are you? Do you want to hear? Let's. Yeah, who's left? Of course, everyone's favorite character, <laughs> the apothecary. We love the apothecary. Of course, the man who would marry Dave Paris and Juliet Capulet, Friar Lawrence. The man who wanted Dave Paris and Juliet Capulet to marry her dad, Lord Capulet. 
Julia Capulet's fiance, Dave Paris, and Dave Paris's fiance, Julia Capulet, and her one <laughs> true love, Romeo Montague. And did you know the Capulets and the Montagues don't even get along? Crazy. So it is three three. They would do a video package for that. They'd be like, "My family has an, a long going feud with another family. Uh, it's a lot of adversity to get through." I have thought about doing a blood versus water season, where it is um, just one family or two families, like combined family feud and Survivor. Why not? Um, so the uh, three people from the Montague clan are left and three people from the Montague clan are left and three people from the Capulet clan are left. I know that makes it sound like I had nine people, but I accidentally repeated myself. So there's six people left, three from each side, just like the story from real life. Um, Romeo still has his idol. Don't forget about that. That's great. The key of C, S-E-A, get it? It's the reward challenge that Dave Paris, Friar Lawrence, and Romeo Montague win. This is like a fucking Bachelor episode. Remember The Bachelor, that show? Or The Bachelorette, even? I don't know about that. I only know about uh, Shakespeare. <laughs> they win a private flight to a private island where the winners will have their own barbecue feast, including steak, sausages, soft drinks, and chocolate cake. <laughs> and then guess what happens? Romeo wins a second reward. Wow. A car. The GMC. Do you like Shakespeare or Bard Viver better? Or Survivor Spear? I think Shakespeare is the best, honestly. Yeah, Shakespeare's got a, a little more verve to it than the other two. Yeah, Shakespeare, Exile in Verona, I think is a good title for for the season. Um, Romeo wins the GMC Yukon. Was it also Terry who won the GMC Yukon in the real life? <laughs> who could show? forget in Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> <laughs> who could forget when Romeo wins a GMC Yukon? <laughs> you know, people complain a lot about like product placement, but like it was in fucking Shakespeare. So yeah. who are we to complain? The greatest. Yeah, this has been around forever. It's not a recent thing. Uh, Rome. <laughs> then now forever the GMC Yukon. Romeo can also send one player to Exile Island. Who do you think he chooses? It'd be really funny if he chose Juliet. Mm-mm. He's Dave he's, Paris, I bet. No. He's got thinking long game. Uh, he's sending Lord Capulet. Yeah, get him. <laughs> I gotta prove that I'm the man here. Uh, of course, the idol is still in Romeo's pocket, so Lord Capulet can't find anything. Hold your own is this immunity challenge uh, where they have to hold their own weight. Paris wins immunity. How about that for an Eiffel Tower? I don't know what that means. Don't. No, please. I don't like that. <laughs> you don't want to think about an Eiffel Tower with Paul Rudd? No. Yeah, I don't want to think about an Eiffel Tower with anybody. Okay. Not even. Um, what's her name from Inception? Marianne Cotillard. Well, if you and Marianne Cotillard kissed on top of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe then. Yeah, okay. So 
The apothecary has a major meltdown, and that is a scary sentence to read when you see this old man with a uh, shotgun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh-oh. What's he going to do with a shotgun? Or, excuse you... me, with a longsword. Yeah, thank you. Um, will you look up the apothecary from the Boslerman picture? Because I, I, you need to see this picture. It's so great. Uh, right, Romeo plus Juliet. Boslerman, the apothecary. I'm helping you Google. Uh, oh, it's M. Emmett Walsh is yes, the uh, apothecary in this. Oh, yep, that's... Yeah, I wouldn't want him pointing a gun at me, that's for sure. A longsword. Oh, I see I see the longsword right there. <laughs> Friar Lawrence and Romeo bond strongly. Doesn't say anything about a lasting impact, but uh, the apothecary and Juliet have a small fight. Honestly, makes a lot of sense. You know, they never interacted in the play in real life. Um, maybe if they had, things would have turned out differently. Please don't sell my boyfriend poison, she could have said. Thomas, I have horrible news. Oh, no, what's that? I'm just going to proceed to tribal council. Okay, so it's the final six, right? Romeo has the hidden immunity idol. Paris has the immunity necklace. It is time to vote. They all go up to vote, say their words. It's time to vote. First vote. In Shakes Viver, Exile in Verona. Juliet. Second vote. Juliet. Third vote. Romeo. Romeo. Juliet. Romeo. If anyone has the hidden immunity idol, you can now play it. Romeo uses the hidden immunity idol and is no longer vulnerable. Yeah, that's a weird. The hidden immunity idol is basically the poison. <laughs> if you think about it, <laughs> yeah. And Juliet, the tribe has spoken. That's so real. That's just like Romeo in the play. saw the the uh, title of the play was Romeo and Juliet, and he was like, "What if it was just Romeo though? How about that, huh?" <laughs> uh, this season's actually named after me, uh, so it's all boys now. <laughs> Finally, boys waiting Shakespeare. That's right. Finally, they've, they've accomplished their goal. They don't even care who wins now. So there's two alliances left. One of them is the Apothecary and Friar Lawrence. I like this. It's just the two working men working together. <laughs> and then the other alliance is all five people left in the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you got you to gotta have numbers if you're going to charge somebody who has a shotgun pointed at you, you know? That's a good point. Um, Thomas, could you name me your second... Never mind, I'll just tell you. It's Second Chance. The name of this reward challenge is Second Chance. Paris wins it. What are you? Uh, um, I'm trying to think of other French actresses. Uh, there aren't any. You named the only one. <laughs> Marianne Cotillard is the only one. That makes sense. Oh, Jean Depardieu? What if you kissed him on the Eiffel Tower? I would not kiss Gerard Depardieu on the uh, Eiffel Tower. Okay, well, Paris wins reward, uh, and that reward is um, Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you take Paris, Dave Paris to take your, be your lawfully wedded husband, or Gerard Depardieu? <laughs> sure, whatever. <laughs> Paris shares the reward with Lord Capulet. See, this is how to do it. 
even though Juliet's not in the game anymore and is actually dead, he's still courting her father. Uh, they win an opportunity to visit a loved one. Ooh. Who do you think their loved one would be? Do you think Lord Capulet would want his wife or his daughter back? Yeah, probably. That that wasn't a probably. That was a either or. His wife or his probably daughter. Probably both. Or the nurse, even. <laughs> yeah, hello, nurse. That's who it's going to be. <laughs> Jeff calls, hello, nurse. And she comes out from the... Find the bushes. What is this? The final episode of the challenge double dizer ride? The challenge rider dies? Look, the season's over now. Guys are all about it. Uh, Paris can also send one player to Exile Island. Who do you think he chooses? Oh, man. Um, probably himself. Yeah. Balthazar's not there anymore. No, he actually chooses Romeo. The hidden idol is currently hidden. Doesn't find it, though. This immunity challenge is called Perch. They have to stand on a wooden pillar in the water, lower the water into a bucket. Classic challenge, Friar Lawrence wins. Obviously, he's using holy water. Doesn't seem fair. Back at camp, Romeo has a major meltdown. Naturally, his wife is dead. Uh, Paris and Friar Lawrence have a major fight. Romeo is completely worn out. I'm crying. And the final targets are Lord Capulet and Romeo. Who do you think is going? I don't know. I'm just, I'm numb at this point. Can we get to the weddings? Lord Capulet, the tribe has spoken. He's voted out three to two. No no reaction? Lord Capulet is out? The last parent? It's the yeah, two. I'm just really, I'm really broken up about it. It's the two working men and the two pretty boys from the show. Yeah, I'm rooting for Dave Paris and then probably the apothecary. Yeah, me too, honestly. Uh, Paris wins reward uh, and he shares it with the apothecary, so they get to go to the Panama Canal. Uh, and that's nice. He chooses Friar Lawrence and Romeo to go to Exile Island. Great. They're on Exile Island together, and neither of them find the Hidden Idol. Paris wins immunity. And at the camp, they are all in alliance, except for Paris, who leaves the alliance. Uh, and the final targets are Romeo and Friar Lawrence. It's a tie vote. It's a second tie vote. They compete in a fire-making challenge. And Friar Lawrence, the Lord is not on your side for this one. Romeo wins. To be fair, I mean, this is this is his season. This whole season is based around him. This is his um, redemption island. Yeah, pretty much. So the final three are the Apothecary, Dave Paris, and Romeo Montague. And when you think about it, when you think about how old Leonardo DiCaprio is now, when you see him in this movie, he's kind of like a little Romeo. The Apothecary and Romeo have an alliance. Paris he's a little Romeo? Is who Little Romeo? You said he's kind of a Little Romeo. Is he Little Romeo? No, Little Romeo is Little Romeo. And oh, at, shoot. At this point, he would have been really Little Romeo. Because he's like our age, right? Maybe a little younger, so he would have been like really little. Yeah, he's not so Little Romeo anymore. Yeah, no, he's regular Romeo. That's what he's they call him. He's regular Romeo. <laughs> that's what he wants to be called now. Uh, yeah, he is 33 years old. Oh, that's almost how old we are. Uh, wall to wall. Is yes, the next almost step. how old we are. 
He's almost as old as us. You know what I mean. Um, Paris wins the reward challenge called Wall to Wall. He wins a protein-enriched meal specifically made to nourish the winner of the final immunity challenge. And it works out because Paris wins immunity. It's called Balance of Power. Let's see what happens. Uh, Paris works hard at camp and becomes tired. Do not drink the mimosa, Dave. This is the year of Don't Dave, listen to so him. Maybe, Do it. Maybe this will be good. Uh, the alliance and faction targets are finalized between the Apothecary and Romeo, of course, because those are the only two people. Romeo's voted out. Are you happy? Yeah, finally. Uh, Dave Paris voted uh, based on preference. Honestly, I think he made the right call. <laughs> he probably feels like he could beat the Apothecary better than he can beat Romeo. So the Apothecary and Dave Paris kiss. Uh, Whoa! And they uh, they decide the winner. The jury decides the winner. But it doesn't matter because they both are going to get the money because they win together. Uh, Paris wins five to two. Congratulations, Paris. You are the winner. So congratulations to you exciting. and your French partners. Kissing on the top of the Eiffel Good Tower. job, Paul Rudd. Uh, this is a much-needed much victory after the box office failure of uh, Ant-Man 3. Yes. Uh, who do you think won family, family favorite? I don't give a shit. Who was who your family favorite? Who was your favorite? I should ask first. My, my favorite was definitely uh, the winner, Dave Paris. So okay, that's fair. Uh, who do you think the fan favorite from voters at home was? Probably the apothecary. I would think. <laughs> you know, people didn't care for him pointing a gun at them the entire time. <laughs> they didn't like that. They did not like that on the TV. What did program. they like about that? Uh, would you believe it was actually Tybalt who won fan favorite? Wow, okay. I don't know why. That's Congratulations, Tybalt. Of course. You get a GMC UConn. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, who... Oh, that's right. I was like, who got voted out because of the uh, idol play? It was, of course, Juliet. Juliet, yes. Yeah. True. Uh, Dave Paris won the most challenges. He won the most immunities and the most rewards. He was not the most strategic. That was a 3-2-1. Juliet Capulet, Romeo Montague, and guess who number one was? He was number one. The Apothecary. <laughs> um, and saying hello to the number one most votes received, it was Hello Nurse. So congratulations to all of those people. Apothecary, zero votes received until the very end. When he received two, I think he's playing. They, people, people couldn't appreciate the subtle game he was playing by pointing a gun at them. <laughs> Here's my uh, a few a, a legitimate future season I want to do. Not that all of the ones we haven't come up with in the past aren't all legitimate ideas, but I want to do a second chance season with all of the people we've had that we've really enjoyed, <laughs> and do yeah, it right sure. before like we do too. our own winners at war. So, like, we'll get Hello Nurse back, we'll get um, the Apothecary back, I don't know, we'll listen back to our Lost Seasons, get Desmond in there, probably. I'm sure we cast him at some point. Okay, so that's, um, that's the season of Survivor we decided to do. What do you think of that? Pretty cool. Um, how about this? Yeah. 
Do you want to talk traders? Let's let's talk some traders. Let's go to Trader Joe. All that bad shit you eating is gonna take a toll. They got some healthy food for you and it's for the low. I like the garlic pizza with love this show now. Do you think that we're covering too many shows? Because no. I kind of think, like, I enjoy this show, but also I'm really glad that the challenge ended because yeah. I don't want all of our podcasts to be an hour and a half long every time. That's fair. Um, the uh, the Traders is good. Um, Kyle looks like one of the hosts of Hollywood Handbook. I don't remember which is which. Um, but the one who kind of looks like Edge from U2. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Uh, I am assuming that you think he looks like the Haze Man based off of the picture I'm seeing of him because he does not look like Sean Clements. Uh, the guy that looks like yeah. Sean Clements is Mac McClung, the guy that just won the dunk contest. Oh, nice. Uh, how, how did you feel about Alan Cummings' outfits? Uh, he's certainly, uh, I like the little beret. He's certainly going for it. The, what did you think of the music making mission? They have to make a music with bells. And oh, find I loved it. Box. I thought that was great. Really fun idea, right? I know yes. it's complaining about yeah, the, the missions last The challenges last are, week, are pretty creative fun. on this. Um, Brandy has her sights set on Christian Suri and Michael, so Suri wants to quietly protect Michael. And then you know what Michael does? He uses Brandy's own logic to target her. And then Brandy gets voted out. I loved this. I do not like the Bravo people, the people who came from all the Bravo shows. Yeah, get them out of here. So the fact that everybody is kind of like going after them for their own reasons is very fun for me. I'm really enjoying how little work for the most part the traders have to do to right. keep people <laughs> off of them. Like they just they just need to be cool with people and not raise suspicion at all. Other people yeah, racist like it's just paranoia like boils out of control eventually. If uh, there are aggressive <laughs> players that don't think that you're the traitor, like you got to keep them around so that they can keep causing drama that yeah. you don't have to be involved in. Yeah. Um, uh, they voted out uh, Christian's best friend, Bam, which was really hard for Christian. Uh, smart move. You know, I, I totally understood why. Uh, but then after the voting ceremony, something falls out of Kate's pocket. And Stephanie LaGrosa grabs it. Speaking of survivors, as a note, with Shelby and Amanda's names. And then guess what happens? Stephanie tells Suri. How about that? that? Perfect. Do you think that someone planted that there? Like, do you think that they just set it on the chair when she went to sit down or something? I was wondering how that happened so perfectly. Like, why would... Why would Kate have brought that to the ceremony? The producers put it in Kate's pocket. How how would they have done that? Maybe I, that's the thing like, is, I don't know. How, it would have been logistically hard because, like, you would have to, if you put it on their chair, you would have to bank on them sitting down without noticing it, which isn't a guarantee. And you can't plan around something falling out of somebody's pocket, so it wouldn't be that. So maybe she just was making a list. I don't know. Um, Wasn't, well, didn't seem to be checking it twice, though. Yeah, I I imagine, like, there were a lot of, like, producers coming in and out all the time. They could have, like, slipped it behind her back at one point just so that it was, like, precarious enough that she wouldn't notice. But once she stood up, it fell in a way that Stephanie or somebody would notice. I don't know. Somebody must have done something because it felt a little too perfect. But I was eating it up. I love this shit. I, uh, something similar happened at a murder mystery party I went to. The only murder mystery party I ever went to. And guess what? 
it caused me to win the game. So I'm a fan of this. Yeah. This, it, look, if it can remind you of a murder mystery party win, that's that's always a good thing. It says they say a win. Um, okay. So that's the traders. Good. Good stuff. Great stuff, even. Great stuff, even. Uh, do you want to talk about uh, Survivor 44? Because it's coming up real quick. Yeah, let's do it. So first up, we've got the Ratu tribe, which is the Fijian honorific for chief. The Ratu Tui tribe. I don't get it. Ratatouille. Oh, Ratatouille. Okay, I had to just say it myself. That's funny. It's a funny joke. They all have rats in their head. Whatever. Who cares? (laughs) Are you okay? I'm trying to come up with a survivor rat pun. Oh, this island is full of rats and snakes. Let the rat eat the snake or whatever. Uh, so first up, we've got Brandon. He's 30 years old. He's a security specialist from Pennsylvania. Says he's a jack of all trades, including magic and flying. He also played for the Seattle Seahawks uh, from 2012 to 2015. He says positive, the positivity can be contagious. Sorry, I'm trying to get through these all quickly because, you know, we're already an hour in. <sighs> Somebody wanted to talk about fucking whatever for 16 minutes. That's nice and vague, so it can mean anything. What do you think of Brandon? Mm, you know, uh, I, I try not to take too much away from uh, all of these. Why? But do you, I, I why? thought I don't know because I feel like I'm often wrong in my initial assessment about people because oh. you're given so little information. Yeah, trying to trick us. Uh, up next is Jamie. Also, uh, I need to uh, bring up pictures of these people again because I oh. have seen them one time in my life. Good point. Um, you aren't rooting for him as a former football player, a former Super Bowl champ, I assume. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's tough, though, right? With the athletes, it's hard to know how they're going to be. Sometimes you get Danny and sometimes you get Alan Ball. You just don't know. Yeah. I was like, who was Danny? Uh, yeah, Danny from the radio, of course. Who is Danny? How dare you? Kiki's husband. I know. Uh, Jamie Lynn is up next. You know her from Zoe 101. She's 35 years old. She's a yogurt. She's a yogi, not a yogurt. Excuse me. I was reading too fast. She's a yogi. Yeah, and I was not. I got it. I got to tell you, I was not on board uh, immediately because of the uh, <laughs> the career descriptions there. Yeah, um, she. I, I saw that they chose Yogi in her little like side, you know, bio when they first introduce each person, uh, and then she said, "I'm also a marketing consultant." I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, of course you are. She's from Arizona. Uh, she made alliances in corporate America, so she'll be good at Survivor. I mean, to be fair, Richard Hatch came from corporate America, and he created alliances, so. Ma- Maybe she's right. Uh, When is the? I mean, how often is that? I mean, I guess uh, it was true with. um, Oh, what's her name? Your favorite uh, that one two years ago. Oh, um, Erica. Yeah, it was it was true with Erica. Uh, But also, I feel like half the time that you have somebody that's like, I work in business. And so that prepares me for this. They go out like immediately. Yeah. Uh, she says meditation and yoga will be her guiding light. Did you like that? Uh, no. (laughs) 
What about? No, I did not. What about when she said she believes in speaking things into existence, and she did. Nope, sp- I didn't like that either. She's gonna speak winning into existence. I can't believe that this isn't your favorite person. No, this is really all it was missing was just like astrology, and that would have really put it over the top for me, and yeah. I would have been like, I'm rooting for you. Well, they only had 69 seconds for each person, so that's true. That's true. Uh, what about Kane? You know Kane? Not the one from the Kane, WWE. Oh, Kane, but... Are we talking about Kane Fritzler? <laughs> yeah. That's gotta be Kane. <laughs> um, he's 25. He's got big red hair. He just graduated I from I can't believe they're school. letting Canadians on here. I, I don't know why. Why do you say that? <laughs> this is, this should be American citizens only only so that there can't be any Canadians. Did you know that there were no Canadians in Survivor 43 because <laughs> the two Canadians they cast had won the two previous seasons? Uh, so they're like, oh, can't do this no more. We can't let Canadians It's unfair to show. have Canadians on we, this show. We need to take a break from Canadians. They're too nice. Uh, uh, Jake, you'll like this. One of Kane's favorite hobbies, Dungeons and Dragons. I fuck with Kane. Kane is so great. Um... I don't know if I'm going to pick Kane because there's somebody I do like. I like both two of these people. I really like Kane being one of them. Um, he says he moves like a big Sasquatch, so people don't expect him to be smart. I like that. Uh, and he anticipates he'll be on a good vibes tribe because he's uh, he's found that good vibes tend to follow him around. I will tell you one thing that I did not like about Kane because I liked pretty much everything. He wasn't wearing a mask, so it was weird to think about. No, I did not like that Kane said, I don't need the million dollars because I have plenty of opportunities to make a million dollars. I thought you would love that. What are you talking about? I thought you loved. Why are you playing? Why are you playing if you don't want to win the million dollars? He wants the title of Soul Survivor, just like our favorite Russell Hans. Don't lie to me and tell me you don't want the million dollars. You want the million dollars. It's like, honestly, Thomas, it's only like 700,000 once Joe Brandon gets a piece. <laughs> yeah, once Joe Brandon, yeah. They're going to bring Jeff Kent back so that he can do that again. <laughs> I know we haven't cast Jeff Kent in any of our simulated seasons, but we should put him on our second chance season. Definitely. Um, so overall, I like Kane. I think he's cool, and I'm going to be really sad when he's voted out first. Yeah, he's going. He's going to get voted out immediately. <laughs> he gave me more likable Jacob Derwin vibes. Yes, exactly. I had the same, the exact same thought. Uh, up next is Lauren. She is 31, uh, which is the age we are. Not the age we almost are, like whoever we were talking about earlier. It's the age that we are right now. The age we currently are. She's an elementary school teacher. My wife is also a teacher, not elementary school, you know. She teaches English, but didn't want to do our Romeo and Juliet episode for some reason. Yeah, come on. Uh, she's from Texas and has a really thick Texas accent, which is cute. Uh, and she said she's become adaptable after divorce uh, and having to be a single parent. I like Lauren a lot. Yeah, I do, too. I think Lauren's great. While I was watching this, I was like, well, that's going to be Jake's favorite contestant. How, how did you, and how I was, you tell? <laughs> yeah, there's just no there's no way I would have been able to tell based on anything. Yeah, she's great. What's not to like? Um, yeah. Uh, then we have Maddie. She's 28. She has quit her job to do Survivor. I like Maddie, too, for that reason. I don't like quitters. So, <laughs> <laughs> what if, Did you relate to her because she is also a middle child? I did. I did make sure to note that she's the middle child of five. Um, 
so she had to learn to speak up for herself. I relate to that hardcore. I had to do my own whole podcast to get my family members to listen to me. And guess what? Well, here's a way do. for here's a way for you to not like her because I'm looking at her Entertainment Weekly bio right oh, now. Okay. And uh, it says, which previous player do you identify with the most? Who do you think you will pr- play most Jacob like? Derwin. And she says, strategically, probably Sarir Omar. Okay. Swag wise, yes. probably Malcolm. Why? All of those three people are good. All of those three people I really like. I didn't. Th- I thought the swag wise might be the <laughs> deal breaker. You're right. There. You're right. She also to get you back on board. She did uh, the third word that she used to describe herself after brave and friendly was feral, and I appreciate that. Yeah, that's really funny. Um, she gives very similar energy to. Who was the really funny Zoomer from a season or two ago who was out really early? Oh, yeah. Um, the one. She was uh, really great on Twitter. In, she lives in New York or whatever. Yeah. What was her name? She had like a pun on her name that was like, yeah, she I was, smell bad. She was funny. And she was a late. She was a young white woman. Who was that? And everybody knows. I'm looking up the Survivor 42 cast Please. right now. Um, I'm looking up the Survivor 43 it cast. It was, uh, was it Lydia Meredith is who you're talking about? Lydia, yes. Yeah. Lydia is a surprising name for somebody that young. That's why I didn't place it. Um, anyway, Maddie lives in Brooklyn, baby, but she's originally from Maryland. Um... She doesn't like how women are always playing by the sidelines. I like Maddie just fine. Mm-hmm. I feel like... Oh, the the thing I was thinking of was Lydia Meredith's uh, handle is Lydia Chlamydia. <laughs> that's good. That's a good... That's funny. Uh, bring Lydia back. There's... People are theorizing that a uh, second chance this season is coming up. So... Yeah, she'd be a good one to bring back. She would be great to bring back. Uh, and then we've got uh, Matthew... Something, something, but his initials are MGM. So I'm deeming him that because there's another Matt later in the cast and we need to differentiate them as early as possible. This one's MGM. He's 43. He's a barbershop owner. He's from Ohio. Uh, He says his four-year-old son prepared him because having a son refocuses energy into having a son. And because of that, he's adaptable. I don't really... Give a shit. I don't have kids, you know? I'm an uncle and yeah. I'm great at it. I don't have this children. This is relatable to me. I don't care that you have a child. I don't have a child because I want to live my own life, you know? Go see my niece and nephew. Are you child free person? Are you going to start calling him Crotch Spawn? Yes. Oh, yeah. Have I told you about the new red, Reddit I'm on? Oh, boy. What's that? It's, uh, it's, it's the one where Crotch Spawn was actually uh, deemed or created. Oh, the, our child free or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so who... I'm actually on a new Reddit now. I'm on the only Reddit that I've ever been on, which is uh, I check our vinyl deals now because I have a record Because you're a vinyl guy. That's cool. Yeah, I'm a vinyl guy. Mm. Not to brag. I actually just go into record shops and buy, like, the coolest one I can find. Uh, so who is your ratatouille? ratatouille? Who is my ratatouille? Who isn't my ratatouille? That's a real question. Uh, did you? Um, wait, 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 wait. Did you win for our predictions in Survivor 43? And don't lie to me, because I can look it up. Uh, no, I did not win. I believe you did. Okay, so I get to choose. Damn. No, you know what? Do you? I thought it was the other way around. I, yeah, 
it's 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 winner's choice. <laughs> it's like the coin flip at the beginning of a uh, football game. Uh, I'll let you, okay. I'll let you choose first because I am having a oh, hard that's, time choosing between nice. two people. Okay. And... You are you are deferring. Uh, I'm gonna pick Lauren. I'm gonna snipe you on that All one. Right, that's fine. Then I'll have to pick the big red machine, Kane. <laughs> that's gotta be Kane. I love Ritzler. I'm I'm definitely rooting for Lauren, which sucks that now I have to be rooting for. Her you to get points but you know we've played yeah, this game I'm several sorry times that, yeah i'm sorry yeah. that you uh want to see a woman of color eliminated immediately <laughs> it says a lot about you really it does yeah you're right i've been i've been called out i've been canceled um just like shakespeare shakespeare william is his name um okay up next is the soka tribe it's the shortened version of the fijian word for worship okay up first we've got claire she is 25. She is a venture capitalist. She is from Highland Park, which is just outside of here, Chicagoland, where I live. But she now resides in Brooklyn, baby. Um, she's a queer black Jewish outcast, so she's used to feeling on the outs and knows how to be social in order to get what she wants. I don't like her. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, this was I um as soon as I saw venture capitalist I just started yelling things at the TV. Oh, what did you when yell? I was watching you you sent me uh well uh fuck you um go fuck yourself um some meaner things than that. Wow, I can't believe you would cuss at a, a TV character. Yeah. Look, I yeah, if you are if you are like proudly like I'm a venture capitalist, you're it's basically like being like I'm a murderer. I love killing people. Well, I mean, she's a venture capitalist to make the world a better place though, because that's right. She's yeah. a queer woman of color. So I'm sorry that yeah, that I'm sorry that I hate to have a queer woman of color disrupting things. Yeah. It's, that's very uh, problematic of me. Yeah. Look, we're never going to succeed in overthrowing the capitalist system, so we might as well just become one of them. Uh, that's a take that I believe in and I support as a lover of corporate America. Okay, well, look, maybe we were being a little unfair to Claire. Looking through her Entertainment Weekly bio. Okay, please tell me. Um, this is good. You you have some supplemental info. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what is something we would never know from looking at you? I listen to the Hunger Games audiobook every night to fall asleep. I'm also the biggest musical nerd. Yeah, actually, I, I'm I'm very pro Claire now. That's really cool. back in on it. Yeah, definitely, definitely love that. Uh, Claire, of course. Do you think you'll like this Claire or Claire from Lost? Oh, you know what? She did say that she identifies most with Michelle Fitzgerald and wants to play like Natalie. I do like both of them. Yeah, that, those I mean, that's those are two good people to play like. Um. What was I just going to say? Uh, I don't remember. Something about Claire. Oh, Claire. Have we ever done Survivor and Lost same names for a simulated season? Uh, no, we haven't. Because Claire and Claire. I'm sorry, just one more thing. Favorite hobbies, eating, drinking, and sleeping. Thomas, could, do you want to look at our uh, your Hinge profile again? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could put that on there. That'd be fun. Up next, we've got... Danny Massa. I like Danny Massa. I'll just say right up, right off the bat. 
he's a he's a firefighter. He's a firefighter. He's thirty two years old, which is almost how old we are. Uh, some of us sooner than others, you know, but we don't need to talk about it. He's a firefighter from the Bronx. Uh, he uh, says he's planning to use his reputation to his advantage because that's what they do in the firehouse. I didn't really know what he meant by that, but he seemed to know what he's talking about, so I trusted him. Who do you think he listed as a as the previous player mm. that he most wants? He to listed emulate? one person. He listed one person. I'm afraid to say it, but you sound excited, so I'm going to say Chris Noble. Wrong. Oh, okay. Who is it? You went the wrong way on this one. Uh, Jeremy Collins. Oh, okay. I hope I can be cunning in the affable way he is. Yeah. I. He seemed very self-aware, which I always appreciate. And like, Also, a, he picked another firefighter. So, you know, that makes yeah, sense. Uh, firefighters live together, stick together, whatever they're um, their tagline is, uh, he wants to be as fun as and charismatic as possible because he can come across as a bro douchebag. I liked this a lot. I like that's that's very um, cl- like very clear reasoning while being very self-aware at the same time and recognizing that that's not always a likable trait. Yes, that's a, he seems like a nice guy. I, lo- I like I, 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 I like Danny. Uh, Danny is one of my two. My other one is this person with a similar name, rhyme crime partner, perhaps, Franny. She is 23 years old. She's a research coordinator. She's from Minnesota, but now lives in Massachusetts. She's got the same name as my cat. And she has a lot of gumption, giving off anxious energy, but prefers to be called Zesty. The zesty thing. I was out at the zesty thing. I thought you would be. I thought you would hate that. Didn't care for that. I. It's, you can say zesty, but being like, zesty's kind of my word. That's kind of like, you're not going to brand yourself with the word zesty. I'm sorry. No, thank you. Um, I'm pro Franny. I, I want to do a segment where we just check in with the cat every time we talk about Franny. But it seems logistically difficult to accomplish. Yeah, that might be tough. So she'll mostly just scream in the background. As usual, um, I like Fran- I like okay. <laughs> Yeah, what, what people you that got? she identified with the most. I'm going to tell you right now. There is a name here that came up that I'm not surprised came up. She said Gabby and Aubrey. Okay, as identified the most with. Hope to play like. It is a recent player. Take a guess. Okay, it was it's a recent player. Okay. Let me think about this. They share a very important trait. They share the name with my cat. Um, recent player that, what, can you be more specific about the trait they share? No. If I did, it would give it away. Would it be Lydia? Wrong. I guess, why would you want to play like Lydia? She was out no. pretty early. Yeah, this is a successful player. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think. They wouldn't have seen 43, so I'm going to say... Marianne. Correct. They were both annoying. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, Heidi is up next, 43 years old. She's an engineering manager. I don't know what that means, but sure. She's from Puerto Rico, uh, but now lives in Pittsburgh. I said this on Twitter, uh, but nobody responded because nobody follows me. Uh, but has a announcer for the Pittsburgh Pirates ever called the city Pittsburgh? Coming to you live from Pittsburgh. 
the greatest nine innings of your life. Something like that. What? I'm sorry, I was too busy reading these bios. What was that? Pittsburgh, the greatest nine innings of your life. What about it? What if somebody said that? Like talking that would like talking that about would certainly be game. something that someone said. Yeah. Uh, she is the first generation in the states for her family. Uh, she's a mother and wife, so that will help her and survivor. I don't really, again, I'm not a parent, so I don't get it, but sure. Uh, and she looks up to Sandra. That's what she said in her bio. What did you find? Yeah, in good her to look up. Good to look up to Sandra. You. What did you find in her you bio? Well, I haven't made it over there yet because I did notice that Franny said that she, uh, uh, the something we would never know is that she uh, works at a center for mindfulness and compassion. Cool. Um, I like. I right, like Franny. The more you tell me about Franny, the more I like. Yeah, Franny. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a fanny of Franny. I'm just gonna put that <laughs> out there. Uh, so going over to Heidi. Um, Heidi Klum. Uh, she likes CrossFit and playing board games. She doesn't like rude people. Okay. Uh, same. Uh, let's see. So far, I have nothing against Heidi. I, she seems likable, and I'll be rooting for her. I no, think. she seems very likable. Um, she played for the national youth basketball team. Oh, cool. She has filed over forty patents. Interesting. Oh, she's an engineering manager. That's what, okay. What previous player? Uh, Sandra, obviously. Uh oh, we've come. You Uh-oh. might like this. We've come to a bad. We've come to a bad part of this. Hmm, impossible. Um, After rewatching seasons, I truly like Angelina. She's seen as a villainous, but I love her female empowerment and her negotiations have changed okay. the game. She she wrote the book on negotiation on Survivor. They changed the. They literally changed <laughs> the, the price show because of <laughs> That's what they. They should have changed the name of the show after her to the price of rice. The price is rice. Yeah. Like, the price is right, but uh, the price is price instead. And then it's like the, you know, the, um, you know, the logo for price is right, but it says price is rice. And then Angela yes. is there with the long, skinny microphone. Man, I, uh, it would be really funny if she made it to the final three and then was like, <laughs> and tribute to Angelina, I'm going to interrupt someone while they're answering. <laughs> I'm pro Heidi now, actually. Uh, okay. <laughs> Up next, we've got Josh. Why do I always, I feel like I always say Josh like that. I overpronounce the O. Josh. Josh. He's 34. He has a brother, a stepbrother named Drake. Uh, he's a surgical podiatrist. Uh, he pronounced it in a way that made me feel like I'd always. Josh. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> From the <laughs> He's from the Sin City, but now lives in Atlanta, uh, as does Carson. Have we talked about Carson yet? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Uh, you'll, oh, you always have to be ready for the unexpected, is something he says. He says he's already survived a number of health issues, so he's already a survivor. I like Josh. He seems good. Yeah, Josh seems pretty cool. It seems like he's overcome a lot of adversity, um, which, you know, they... I don't hold it, like, obviously I don't hold that against any contestant, but, like, that's just who they're casting now, is, like, we gotta have somebody that overcame something so we can have a video. You know, what about, like, the slobs? Why can't slobs (laughs) with no trauma go on Survivor, huh? 
what if slobs were on Survivor? <laughs> no, it's it's one of those things where, like, I think it's good to have people with a, a multitude of life experiences on it. I just wish that the show wasn't doing it to exploit that. Yes. Which is very clearly what they're doing. This is a critique we have every season, but I... They're only getting... They're getting worse with it. Like, they're they're leaning further and further into it. Uh, yeah, um, well, you know, I get a lot of viewers for that kind of shit. Okay, let, let's hits. get into some stuff from this bio. Okay. Um, which previous player do you identify with the most? He said Jeremy. Who do you think uh, you will play most Jeremy. like? What? I'm like Jeremy. Yeah. I want to not win on my first try. <laughs> <laughs> I will play most like Avi. He had a great social game and was a beast at challenges. Also never won his first time. Um, let's or see. Time, to be fair. Favorite hobbies, obstacle course races. He uh, said that? Yes. <laughs> well, you're in the right place. Uh, pet peeves, those who mispronounce salmon, unnecessary rudeness, people salmon. who walk slow in front of me, same. Um, mm. Let's see. Everyone says their mom for biggest inspiration, so I'm not even going to bother with that. Um, My mom is Sari. Damn, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything else that interesting in here. Oh, you know, uh, he's from uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. He's from the Sin City. The Sin City, so. yeah, I already mentioned that. Um, who is this? Josh, yeah. Okay. Uh, up next Josh. is Matt, regular Matt. He's 27. He is a security software engineer from California. He, uh, he says his job is stealing data in any way you can, so he has experience in exploiting information. This was that would be a fun job to have being a security. Uh, I didn't realize that being a security software engineer wasn't that you were designing the security software necessarily. It's that you were trying to break the software they had so that they could make it stronger. I think that's pretty cool. He sounded like a villain talking about it. I'm a, I steal data for fun is something he said. <laughs> uh, anyway, he's kind of a nerd. A little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. I like uh, one of the answers he has here. Okay. What's one life experience you feel has prepared you for the game? Honestly, failing at stuff. Failing to get a job, into college, into Survivor the first time. In all those cases, I had to pick myself up and try again, and I think the best survivors are defined by how they respond to setbacks. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, also, he also said that uh, he said Yule uh, for identify with. And uh, he also said he wants to play with some goofiness and youthful energy a la Marianne. So I'm okay. back out. Two solid winners. Uh, who do you want to take from the Soka tribe? Oh, sorry. Not a fan of peanut butter. Also a thing that he said. So yeah, fuck him. <laughs> I hope he gets eliminated first. Oh, well, actually, my nephew is allergic to peanut butter. So fuck him, too. <laughs> yeah. He's two years old, idiot. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> Uh, you're picking the venture capitalist, Claire? No, absolutely not. Why not? Uh, are you... So are you going to pick first here, or are you deferring? Um, I'm trying to decide between Danny and Franny, to be honest. You know what? I'm picking Franny. I'm picking Danny. Hey, fucking rhyme crimes. Soka... Uh, okay, Tika is the next tribe. It's the Fijian word for righteousness. Uh, first, we've got Bruce, not the Bruce from Exile Island. This is a different guy. He's 46. He's a realtor from Rhode Island. He is a dad and awesome husband. Here's the thing. He didn't say awesome dad, though. He also didn't say he was a grad. And he didn't say he was a grad. So what am I supposed to do come June when the season is ending? 
graduating, graduating, congratulating him for one thing? Silly. Personally, I'm neither a grad nor a dad. And I aim to keep it that way. Down with school, dad with parenting. Down with school, dad with parenting is what I meant to say, and I'm sticking by it. What do you have about um, Bruce? The last thing I have about him is he's adopted at age seven, so he's going to be good at adapting. Everybody's good at adapting these days. Um, okay, so... Uh, identifies with Jeremy Collins, would play like Jeremy Collins. Um, favorite hobbies, golf and boxing. Uh, I do like this. What will you value in an alliance partner? Someone that looks at Survivor as what it is, a game. Mm. Good answer, good answer. Top ten answers on the board. Uh, they should do a Family Feud Survivor. I know I said that already, but they should do a Survivor-themed Family Feud episode is what I'm saying now. Two different shows they need to produce. For me, a fan of game shows on television. Okay, uh, Caroline is up next. Uh, Caroline, maybe, 35 from Minnesota, drug counselor. Uh, her eight-year-old son told her to apply. Uh, she's 13 years sober, so she can handle anything. I think she's fine. She seems to love her kid yep. a lot, which is great. Yeah, that's good. We're already, you know, we basically already got the emotional flashback, but we're gonna, we know what we're getting there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's inspiring for someone to overcome their addiction, obviously. I'm interested to see some details of that. Personally, I'm addicted uh, to Survivor, and Jeff Probst doesn't want me to ever That's right, yeah. I'm, I'm never getting clean from this one. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Which previous player do you identify with the most? Who do you think you will play like? I so badly want to be like, yeah, I'm going to be as strategic as Kelly Wentworth and Cutthroat like Parvati. But that isn't happening because I'm way more Nora. My entire life, I've been told that I'm too this, I'm too that, I'm too loud, too much. It has been my dream to play this game as myself, and Marianne is proof it can be done. I want to have fun like Tiffany, be lovable like Marianne. That's one way you could put that. And free spirit and spontaneous like Nora. Okay, that's, that's quite the combination of people. But I support it. One of her favorite hobbies, rescuing bunnies. Nice. Um, let's see. Uh, she eats a lot of candy. Okay, that's fine. And uh, bu 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 uh, <laughs> she also describes herself as a little bit loud. That is not. <laughs> so you say, okay, three words to describe you: passionate, a little bit loud, open. That is more than three <laughs> words. Sometimes this feels like you're talking to somebody at a party and they're telling you about themselves and you really don't want to be even be at the party. Yeah. It's like, I don't even want to be here. I don't want to hear about it. It's like you describe yourself a party you went to with a friend of a friend. And you, so you're like third circle out from the people They're making you do icebreakers. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, three words to describe stuff. Uh, I, I have six, I guess. Um, Here's Carson. He's 20 years old. He's a NASA engineering student from Atlanta, Georgia, just like the other person from Atlanta. He's a nerdy, nice person who's actually a puppet master by the end. That's how he wants to play the game. And he believes he can win. That's good. What do you have on Carson, friendo? Um, I think uh, he is going to be really annoying about all of the, like, I'm smart. I know all the, I'm going to use the numbers to win this. Cause, uh, talking about survivor, he says as someone who has obsessively studied the evolution of game theory within survivor, I cannot wait to test myself and see how my unique thought process and strategic background fare on a game built upon this idea of adaptability. Shut the fuck up. That's a very cool thing to say. Um, 
He's the new... Oh, boy, what was his name? The dude you hated a few years ago. The young Sheldon kid. Who's oh, a professor. Yeah. Mm, Christian. Yeah, I didn't like that guy. Um, Christian, though. Let's see. We can get him on Lost X Survivor. Same names. You... Oh my god, it is amazing that you brought that up, by the way. <laughs> Which previous player do you identify with the most? I identify most with Christian Hubicki. Yes. Christian embraced his quirks and nerdiness to disarm his opponents into wanting to work with him. He used his charm and intelligence as a weapon. And despite being labeled as the weakest male on the David tribe initially, he became one of the biggest threats after the merge. Great. I so, yep. Yeah, good one, dude. Uh, let's I'm, see. I'm planting my flag in Carson City. Unlike Christian, I do not plan to reveal my engineering background. I want people to solely view me in a Mr. Nice Guy light, and I plan to ensure no one will detect my deeply strategic underside. Okay. Uh, Carson seems cool. I, I don't expect him to get very far because he's young, uh, and young people rarely get far, but yeah. Favorite hobbies, 3D printing, Settlers of Catan, photography, Minecraft, strategic board games, space engineering, YouTube videos, Civ 5. Ooh, I haven't been playing Civ 6 recently, so I... I'm, I do like I'm, Civ I'm 6, but I think... I th- the fact that he said Civ 5 makes me think this guy would be like, you, that shit sucks. Yeah, Civ well, 5 only. Uh, here's the thing. I'm what they call a casual gamer, so I don't even know what the difference is between Civ 5 and Civ 6, other than there's a, an extra letter on... Extra Roman numeral on one of them. Oh, I do like uh, a lot of pet peeves here. Mosquitoes, Good. delayed texters, people who text me essays. So it's like you yeah. really got to text them right. Uh, people who play on their phone during a movie, smacking gum in a silent room. These are my two favorite people who radiate negative vibes. <laughs> yeah, get them out of here. And also, uh, this one is especially funny uh, for, given what his, uh, you know, like educational background is. People who think the moon landing is fake. Solid. I, I'm actually very pro Carson. I think Carson's a cool guy. I hope he does well. Um, oh, what is something we should, would never know from looking at you? Most people would never know that I 3D print and design Survivor puzzles for fun. Part of my preparation for Survivor has been practicing the 3D puzzles I've made. Yeah, maybe he'll win. You know, we'll see. Uh, how about Helen? She's 29. She's a product manager. Again, people just throw words together in... in in titles of jobs. That means nothing to me. What products? Um, she's from Massachusetts and now lives in California. Her job is an exercise in persuasion, so she'll be good at Survivor. Again, I don't know what that means. What is a product manager, and why do you have to persuade people to use a product? If the product is good, people will use it, you know? Well, not if they're doing their job right. Hmm. Uh uh, identifies with Erica. Okay. Uh, and uh, wants to play like a mix of Tina from season two and Sophie Clark. Yeah. Two very good winners, in my opinion. What is What do you value in an alliance partner? Partnership and loyalty to me and only me. I don't Solid. know that that's how you want yeah. to play this really game. Really good. Really good answer. Uh, Sarah's up next. She's 27. She's a management consultant. Whatever that means. Uh, she's from Chi-Town, baby. That's where I'm from. Uh, she works in a male-dominated personal- personality. Works in a male-dominated personality. That's not the right word there. No. Works in a male Profession do- is profession. probably what you're going for. I'm going to blame that on autocorrect. 
uh, works in a male-dominated profession, so she'll be good at talking to anyone. Uh, she seems to be smart and, like, know what she's talking about. I Yeah, I do get a little nervous, because, like, haven't we the last few seasons had somebody that's been like, I worked in a male-dominated industry, so I'm going to be able to work with anyone, and then they just pissed everyone off yeah. and got voted off immediately? That does feel like a familiar trope. Um, Not saying this is going to happen to her, I'm just saying I've seen this happen before. Yeah, well, actually, people from Chicago, did you know this? People from Chicago never do worse than top five. Yeah, she is not from Chicago, if that matters. She's a transplant like you. She's mm. from Rochester, Minnesota. Yeah, well, um, everybody in Chicago is a uh, transplant, actually, except for some She's people. a big Northwestern fan. She's rooting for oh, Chicago's, Chicago's Big Ten Big team. Ten team. <laughs> um, what's one life experience you feel has prepared you for the game? I'm only going to bring this up because she says my best friend died two years ago, so we know what we're getting uh, with the <laughs> the trauma segment. Okay, cool. I love the compassion. Um, identify most with Natalie. Um, Which one? Uh, Natalie Anderson. Mm. That's good. Uh, someone who didn't pick their mom for her biggest inspiration, and it's because her inspiration is her best friend who died. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Doesn't like rule followers. Okay. That's solid. Uh, unfortunately, you're on a game show where you have to follow the rules. So maybe apply for weakest link or something. <laughs> or you get arrested by Jeff. Yeah, Jeff takes you to Survivor Jail. Actually, there was a jail in Survivor Wild West. You can read about it at survivorwildwest.tumblr.com. Um, anything else about this person whose name nope. is Sarah? Moving no. on. Okay. And finally, final person is Yam Yam. He is 35, a salon owner from Puerto Rico. He is used to the humidity of Puerto Rico, so he says he'll be fine in Fiji. (laughs) Uh, He is planning to leave his guard down on purpose to make people feel close to him. I like Yam Yam. Seems like a cool guy. Fun, loud, and caring. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Sri. Solid. I don't know that his the way that he says he's going to play is the way that Sari played. Uh, he said, I hope to emulate her and win. Sari is pretty calculating, so I don't know. She was at the very least like kind of reserved. Like I think she was laid back, but like didn't give away too much. And I think he seems to be going in a different direction, which is fine, but I, I, I don't know that you're emulating Sari by doing that. We'll see, though. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Loves to do bearded drag at Halloween. Um, let's see. Bearded drag at Halloween. Here? Bearded drag at, oh, Halloween. at Halloween. Okay. I'm glad you clarified. Uh, yeah, not, beard, not bearded dragon Halloween. <laughs> was like, Honestly, oh. that would be, I, I would love to know what that is. If that's a thing, we can look it up. We have Google. Google uh, is free. I don't know if you've heard. What? Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. Favorite hobbies, taking care of plants, going to the beach with my husband, hanging out with my girlfriends and traveling. Yeah, that's cool. I, I like. Yeah, I like I, he seems he seems nice. I think he'll probably bring like a fun energy to the show. I found a bunch of pictures of lizards wearing Halloween costumes, like like wizard and witch hats. <laughs> yeah, uh, this year out bearded dragon Halloween in bearded dragon Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> 
if we weren't already doing uh, Shake Survivor uh, for the title, that would be it. Uh, this one's dressed up like a taco. There's one that's dressed up like a prince of some sort. Man, we really we really stumbled onto something. Oh, this one's got a cute little lei and uh, hula skirt on. Man, how fun. Uh, okay, so who are we going to pick for this tribe? Who? Uh, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick first this time. Actually, I'm not deferring because honestly, I don't love this tribe too much. Yeah, this is not like the the. I feel like the other tribes got most of the talent. Yeah, uh, but I think brightest personality is Yam Yam, so I gotta pick him before you do. Taking Yam Yam. Uh, let's see. Who do I want? Um. Yeah, I think I probably also would have picked him. Um, so I'm going to go with, you You certainly did. I'm going to go with Helen Lee. Helen Lee is going to be my pick. I think Helen's a good choice. Um, yeah, she was probably my second choice after Yam Yam. I like that we always end up liking the same types of people. <laughs> Sometimes goodbye is a second choice. Cool. Uh, which tribe is going to win reward? Um, hmm. Probably the Ratatouille tribe. Yeah, they do seem like the best tribe. Personal preference. They've got the big red machine. Um, they've got. Um, yeah, football Kane player. Fritzler's just gonna choke slam everybody. Um, I will say Tika. Um, okay. What will the reward be? And it's early. Should be easy. Uh, probably uh, Flint. I'm also going to say Flint. Get those easy points while we still can. Who will win immunity? I'm going to say that Ratatouille is also going to win immunity. Ratatouille is going to win the immunity. I agree. Who will be voted out? Now this is where it gets fun. This is where things get... <laughs> this is where things stop being polite and start getting real. Start getting fun. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, Matthew is going to get voted out. Uh, which Matthew, MGM or Matt? MGM. Okay. I think that's a very good call. I, I don't know. I don't know. Let me look at who is available. Um... I'm going to say Claire. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. And what product will be placed in our program? This is the triple P point, the most fun point of all time. Oh, yeah, that's this is this is a big one. Um, should I think this one should be worth more than one point? Yeah, I think I think we can give two points for two this. points for product placement. I, I think two points. Good. Yeah, um, hmm, it's probably going to be a chain restaurant because I yeah. feel like that's what it usually is. A restaurant of chains? What is this? It'd either be that or they would bring a car back. Like those are the two things I think. Um, oh, hey, what, I, let me throw this at you. They, this new thing they've got called a food truck. Have you heard of this? Mm. I'm going to say Panera Bread. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to say... 
you know what? I hate them, but those bears have a special place in America's heart. Oh, the Charmin's coming back. I think back. Charmin's coming back to wipe people's asses this season. Okay, so that's Survivor 44. Starts in a matter of days. No challenge worth talking about this week. They had the reunion, but um, nothing. Yeah, no keep it happened. brief on Are You The One. We've, we're getting up to two hours on this recording. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, da, 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 they uh, did another week of stuff. Uh, it was pretty bad. Somebody cried. Uh, oh, Julia Ruth and Brendan came back because they're the only perfect match, and they got to choose who they wanted to see go in the truth booth after talking to everybody all day. You know, the whole thing you're supposed to do. Um, and they found that Brooke and Ollie were a perfect match, so they went into the truth booth, and they were confirmed. So how many perfect matches do you think they got now? They have two perfect matches confirmed. How many beams do you think they got? Four beams. They got three again. Wow, that seems pretty bad. Yeah, they're not doing well. Uh, Do you want to do a probes pros? No, we don't got time. We don't got time. Uh, Okay, what's your Twitter? Uh, you can follow me at Tom, not Tom. You can follow the show at D-Y-W-S-O-N. Um, or on Instagram is The Only Survivor Podcast. A few shows on Patreon at the Patreon is patreon.com slash just podcast. What show do you want to shout out this week? Try to do uh, one we haven't mentioned recently. Okay. Um, what about Did You Sleep Last Night? Did you sleep last night? Oh, Yeah. Uh, it's funny you bring that up because I was going to say to you before we recorded, I've had a recurring dream over the last year or two where I'm at a school, don't know where any classes are or what my schedule is. But I do know that my math teacher is Lori Lightfoot, and I'm very scared. <laughs> uh, let's thank the fans for listening. You do great stuff. I'd love to thank the listeners. Thank you, uh, listeners. If you want to become a fan, you can go to our Patreon, learn more about that there. Apple reviews, you can do it. Um, Spotify reviews. Um, all right, do you do you need to leave the boiler plate review, or are we good to go? Uh, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Spotify is corrupt, uh, but uh, if I could leave a review, I would say I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify Wrapped. Yeah. Um, so have a great summer. Deuces. In the middle of the night I thought I heard you calling my name I looked around but there was nobody Dude, it is. Um, well, the reason that I brought up the ex-hamster thing is I was like, I think this is the single most depraved reality. Like, I was like, this is the most... I, maybe depraved is the word I use reality show I've ever watched and then I caught myself and I was like nope nope that's not truth this is the second most because I did watch <laughs> the ex-hamster one um, I will say this was more entertaining than the ex-hamster one because the ex-hamster one doesn't work in any capacity yeah. of what it's supposed to be doesn't work as porn doesn't work as reality TV um, but could be good, really good both it could be really good both if, if they wanted to yeah yeah, in fairness to them, I wasn't uh, jacking off while I was watching it, so it's impossible to know whether it would have worked that way.
Um, Edwina is chosen to go to exile. <coughs> Shit. <clears throat> Had something caught in my throat. I'm sorry, I'm allergic. I'm allergic to books. I'm allergic to books. I'm I'm allergic. That's when you are do, doing allergies. I'm doing allergies, yeah. <laughs> Good question. Yeah, I definitely want to hear a Jay-Z podcast. That sounds like it would be fun. Just download the uh, Black Album uh, without the instrumentals. That's kind of a podcast. <laughs> That's basically a podcast. You know, rappers are the original podcasters. You, if you think about if it. If you really think about it, it's kind of true, honestly. Rappers are like the modern-day Shakespeare, if you really think about it. <laughs> Speaking of. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Smarten up probes. <laughs>